What's happening Achievers? I just see you here from Invincible Achievers. So today we had decided as a family that we were going to go and watch The Grinch on the, in Staines in cinema on the showing of the, the children's showing, which is much cheaper. So we decided to do that. But as we were traveling in the car, my sons, both my sons decided that they wanted to go shopping instead. They didn't want to go see The Grinch, which is a movie that I wanted to watch in Christmas, but I missed it. Um, and as we're going, my son pulled out a 20 pound note from his pocket and he said, I'm gonna spend all this 20 pound. And I looked at him, I thought, oh, he's a teaching right here. So I'm gonna go into a teaching daddy mode right here. I said, son, do you remember when you were younger? And he said, yeah, I do, I remember. I said, do you remember when I was reading the book Rich Dad, Poor Dad uh, by Robert Kawasaki and I mentioned to you what asset and liability is? He said, yeah, I, I do. And I said to him, son, we've also played the game, um, the, the, the cash flow one-on-one together. And he said, yes, we have. I said, do you remember what an asset and a liability the difference is? And he said, daddy, can you explain it to me? I said, of course. I said, an asset is anything that puts money into your pocket. And a liability is anything that takes out money from your pocket. So anything that's flowing into your pocket, that's an asset. Anything that's flowing out, that's a liability. My son said, oh yeah, I remember that. I remember you saying that. I said, oh well, let's just go over a few, a few scenarios. When we buy a property, is that an asset? Just like in Monopoly? And he said, yeah, it is an asset. I said, yes, it is an asset because when somebody lands on it, on the Monopoly board or in real life, when you have a pro rental property, they give you money. It goes into your pocket. I said, okay, what about the house that you live in? And he said, well, there's no money that goes into our pocket. We're just, we've spent money to buy that house. And then there's electricity and all, all the other stuff. So money's going out of the pocket. I said, exactly. So that's a liability. And he said, yeah, yeah, it is. I said, okay, so what about land? We were, we were passing, um, we were passing this huge development that was happening. And I said, son, look at this development right here. And he looked over. I said, look at the land. It's all empty at the moment. It's all, it's being built. Is that an asset? He said, yeah, it's an asset. You're going to get money in the future. I said, yes, but you're going to get money in the future. But is it an asset at this moment? Is money going into the owner's pocket? And he said, no. I said, well, then it's a liability. I said, anything you invest in at first, it's always going to be a liability because you're going to have to put money in. You're going to invest in it. You're going to invest your time into it. You're going to invest your mind into it. It's going to be money flowing out of your pocket until it becomes an asset. And once it becomes an asset, then you've got money flowing into your pocket. But this is something that we always have to assess. However, we do need to save the money because if we do not save the money, then we can't invest it. And we have to have enough to be able to spend some money into it initially at first to make it into an asset that puts money in our pocket. It's just like a plant. When you plant the seed, you get nothing out of it. It's growing, it's a small little stem that pops out. You're watering, putting water in, putting water in, and all of a sudden it grows and grows and grows into a huge tree, and it starts giving you apples or oranges or fruit, and you start reaping the rewards, and now that has almost become like an asset, just like in business. My son said, yeah, yeah, I understand that. I understand that. I said, okay, so are you gonna spend all that 20 pounds? And he says, yeah, I am. Just all the teachings straight out the window. 
He did spend all his 20 pounds on Pokemon cards, which is to me uh, useless, but he did have a good time opening it, looking at it, sharing it with his uh, brother and having a good time. However, some, the lesson from here we should take is anything that we want to invest in, even shopping, when we're going to buy something, we should think, is it an asset or a liability? Is it, gonna, is it a necessity? If it's a necessity, then yes, by all means buy it, because then it's an asset. Without clothes, you can't go to work. If you can't go to work, you can't get money in. If you can't get money in, you can't save, you can't save, you can't invest. So you need clothes. But if you're going out to buy silly, crazy things, then you gotta think, is it an asset? Is it a liability? Just like yesterday's video about if the world can see, would I actually spend the money? But that also, this is also true with goal setting. If we just kind of flip it on its head, this whole asset and liability. Now just stay with me guys here. This is really important. When we set goals, we set big goals. So we're pushing ourselves. We're pushing ourselves to reach a higher standard. But if we just set a goal like the New Year's resolutions, oh, New Year's resolutions, I'm gonna lose a thousand pounds and I'm gonna be 5% body fat and also I'm gonna make 200 million pounds, bam. You set a crazy high goal. It's not even a goal because a goal, a goal is basically you can see it. When you're playing football, you can see the goalpost. There's someone standing in front, which is an obstacle in front of you getting the goal. Then you've got all the other side's characters that are gonna come at you. They're just obstacles, just like in life. However, you've trained, you've focused, you practiced, you know how to maneuver the ball around those football players. And, then, and you see the goalie standing there and you're able to assess which way he's about to go, but because you've got the skill, you do the kick and it goes into the right-hand side of the goal, whereas you made the goalie think that you were gonna hit on the left and he jumps. That's just like in life. You gotta see the goal. You should be able to see the goal. When I say you're meant to be able to see the goal, you're meant to be able to see the process, the small process that it takes to get the goal. If you are in debt and you say all of a sudden, I'm gonna be a billionaire. Yes, by all means, there is, there is a chance that you can, you can develop a software, all of a sudden it kicks and you're making massive money, but it's a low chance of doing that. You should be able to see the goal. And if you can see the goal, then you can break it down into small little pieces and make your way to the goal. But the only way you're gonna do that is by training your mind, training your body. You gotta change your personality. You gotta change your, um, you gotta change your identity, who, the type of person you are. Just like, for instance, a smoker is a smoker until he gives up smoking and he decides that he's never gonna smoke ever again. And then when someone says, would you like a cigarette? He says, no thanks, I'm not a smoker. They've changed their identity. Once they've changed their identity, they can give up. Or an alcoholic drinker is drinking and he finally thinks, you know what, I wanna to live to be able to see my children get married and I want them to, I wanna I want see my grandchildren so I'm gonna give up alcohol and I'm gonna have a, I'm gonna start drinking green juices, start exercising and, and I wanna be healthy. And once I'm healthy and I've given up alcohol, 
Then someone says, would you like a drink? The person says, no, I don't drink. That's it. They've changed their identity. They've ha- and that is what you have to do. If you want to reach a goal, you have to change your ident- identity. If you want to lose weight, for instance, that's the biggest uh, goal that's been set in 2000, well, in January. I want to lose weight. You've got to change your identity. You've got to stop calling yourself, oh, I'm so fat or I'm overweight. Oh, look at this. You need to say, I'm the healthiest person around. I am fit. I love exercising. I'm an exerciser. I'm, I'm a, I'm a, my habit is workouts. I live for it. I breathe for it. And all of a sudden, you've changed your identity. Nothing is going to stop you once you've changed your identity. But the process of changing identity is very chaotic. Up and down, up and down. Internal, the ego jumps up saying, you can't do this. The, you know, boom, the little devil that pops up on the shoulder. Hey, what are you doing here? You can't do this. I told you you couldn't do it. And then the angel comes and says, hey, dude, don't listen to him. Just forget about him. Just keep walking the path. And you're thinking, who should I listen to? Get away here, devil. Angel, I'm going to follow you. And sometimes you think, oh, angel, get out of here. I'm just going to be... You've got to think of the process. And it's best to write it down because when you're changing your identity, you are changing yourself. And when you're changing yourself, it's basically like putting fuel, rocket fuel, rocket fuel that takes a ship to the moon into a car. And if you have that, your car is going to be the fastest car on the road because that rocket fuel is the identity change. And that is the thing that everyone misses. They have to change their identities. For, for example, myself, um, at this moment of time, well, started about five months ago. Before five months, um, I was always in the physical business industry. So uh, from, from the gym industry to uh, from gym, martial arts, um, property development, investment, legal, architectural, um, nurseries. I'm still in the nursery industry. I'm still in the property development industry. We've still got the legal industry. We've got, you know, this, we've still got many different businesses. However, I've never, ever, ever, ever been in the internet business. And now with the world, the way it's shifting and all the businesses that have closed last year and how it's being shifted into the internet, I thought, well, I've got to change my identity here. I cannot live in the physical world in business. I need to get into the internet. So for the past five months, I've been going through an entire identity shift within me and it's been chaotic, up and down, up and down. I've completed eight courses, big courses about the internet. I've read about 12 books. I've actually implemented everything. Everything I've preached, I practice. And I'm putting it in place. Now it's not finalized and it will never be finalized because you're always gonna be improving yourself. But I'm, I'm basically going into it. I'm going into the internet and I will, I know I will achieve that because I've changed my identity. I've changed my identity completely and there's nothing to stop me now. This is something that everyone has to understand and everyone has to know the identity shift. But that going back to the asset and liabilities, if you just flip it over and put it into the non-money mode and say, what is assets in our life? Assets is health, enjoyment, inner peace, time with the family. What is liabilities? Anger, overworked, 
anything that's pouring out of emotions that is not great and depression, the love for money. You need money, you do need money, but the love for money, you do not want that. That's a liability because it will take away your soul, your inner peace. So assets, liabilities, think about that in your own life as well. So when you're going through a process of identity shift or changing or even trying to reach your goal, think about to reach this goal, how much of my assets, which is my goodness, my enjoyment, am I gonna have to give up or gain? And liabilities, give up or gain. You need to think of this process because that process is the identity shift. You have to change your identity. But you've got to see, being in the gym, working out, having an amazing physique, is that an asset? Yes, because if you are healthy, then everything else is great. So you should work out. You should eat healthy. You should be drinking your green juices. You should be eating good food, you should be having salads, you should be doing that because that's a fuel for life. But then you think, well, I do like my Big Macs. Now that's a liability because once you've eaten it, it taxes on you. Gotta think of these things, guys. Just a quick overview of the day for what's been going through my mind. Um, but the one quick final thing as well, I've always been an advocate of after about three months, two to three months of changing, of pushing yourself, you should take a little break, a mental break. One thing that I didn't do whilst I was delving into this world of the internet was I didn't take a break for, since Business Mastery, which was in June last year, six months ago. I have not stopped once. And now, today, I decided that I was not going to read anything, not gonna to touch any course, not going to do anything. Even when I'm playing with my children, I play with my children, but then once they're, they're uh, occupied or they're eating, I quickly grab a book and start reading, or I, in the morning I wake up and start reading and learning and th thinking about all this stuff and listening to, to my, to my um, podcasts and, and my courses. But you've gotta take a break. You've gotta let it sink in. It's like, just like a funnel. You keep pouring, you keep pouring, you keep pouring, but the funnel goes down and you need it to seep through. If you keep pouring and pouring, it's gonna overflow and that's how you get overwhelmed. So taking a break is not a bad thing. It's actually a great thing for your mind, for your body. Any personal trainer would say, when you're doing a workout, if you're doing a workout consistently and continuously, you need to take a break. Otherwise, your muscles are gonna get injured. Guys, a bit of a long one today. I'm trying to keep these short, um, but just, Think about the whole process of the asset and liability in your financials and also in your life when you're setting goals. Think of the processes. You need to be able to see the goal. Once you can see the goal, it needs to be uncomfortable, just like when you're playing football and you're standing on your side and you've got the ball and no one's around and you have to actually go through every single player past the goalie and shoot. That's uncomfortable if you're by yourself. But remember, you're not by yourself in a football team. You've got a team behind you. And that's exactly what your family should be, or the people that are around you. Proximity is power. If you do not have anyone supporting you, YouTube, myself, anyone is there. You can just, you can contact me, put the comments down below. I'll give you some uh, positive praise. I'm always, always for that, but you've got so many people that you can watch. Just find someone. There's Tony Robbins, there's Russell Brunson, there's, there's Jay Abraham, well, it's more marketing, but there's um, uh, Wayne Dyer, he's awesome. 
These, all these characters, Robert Kawasaki, when it comes to assets and liabilities, lots and lots of people that you can actually use and to help you progress, to reach your goal. But remember guys, just take a break, let it seep in and let it go in. That's not, the bad, that's not a bad thing. That's actually a very, very good thing. Guys, keep adding value to everyone's lives. Keep spreading the love. And just remember, we're one idea away from changing the future. Take care, guys. Bye.